Welcome to Casual Quest Masters, a casual master quest podcast. In this podcast, we'll follow the adventures of a group of characters who simply want to find their way in this world, but a more sinister plot is evolving around them. How will they fare? Let's find out today on Casual Master Quest. Get your dice ready because we're ready to roll another session of Casual Questmasters. We are a D&D 5th edition live play adventure. <laughs> Representing the team is Nick L. Jody Mella. Hi. I play Vol Nightwalker Val Unagoni and um, he's ready to fight a dragon? Question mark. Brandon Thresher? I play Magdor Bald Iron. Oh my god. <laughs> Bald Iron now? <laughs> Uh. What about and you, Tyler? yours truly, Tyler Vinto is Knox, who also plays as Magdar Baldiron. <laughs> I wish I would have gotten the memo and buzzed my head, too. We were yeah, trying just... to get Nick to do it, but <laughs> I was about to say, finish the out. job. I didn't chicken out. Oh. I never agreed to shit. You just said no. <laughs> no, I, 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 guess... I was musing. I was ruminating on what if I were to shave my head. And then Brandon was like, your move with the head shaved and I'm like okay it's like when fucking Meredith just starts fucking trimming her head off at the lice episode yeah. oh. of the office <laughs> and I'm like okay not doing that <laughs> I fear you I uh I actually played Nox uh you know a powerful sorcerer not to be bragging but let's see how I cut up fighting this fucking dragon uh but certainly not the least but last, Glenn Houston, our all-powerful dungeon master. How you doing, champ? Wonderful. That's I, good. I put cool. a curtain up today. You put a curtain up today. Uh, does it match the carpets? Uh, we don't have carpets, so it wouldn't floors. Oh, oh. you too like uh, to be shaven. I, I respect that. Beep. See the wood? Ooh, Didn't know how smooth. far down that camera was going. Ramp, <laughs> ramp. <laughs> Like, I, say, what kind of wood I see are the wood there too. Here? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we have. It's all. It's one of the one of the big selling points of our house is that it was all original flooring from the 1960s. <laughs> so, uh, as Glenn was suggesting uh, before the show, uh, we probably should do the recap. But did I make some I sort of innuendo that I didn't get? No. Yes. Yes. No. I think it made at least two. Uh, I oh, counted man. two, maybe three. Sorry. You're like, let me show you my wood as you begin zooming down. Like, hey. Uh, Ooh, wood floors. <laughs> wood cool. do floors. So you roll. But anyway, you guys roll. I rolled, a, I rolled a nine. I rolled an eight. And I rolled a vote to see that we skipped the recap because I got a 19. <laughs> okay. You see how you see how Tyler likes to call a revote when he has to do it when I've done it for like 3 sessions in a row. It's okay, it's okay. Uh sometimes you got to have me do it that way I can show you how it's done proper. <clears throat> Oh, look at this recap that I conveniently wrote. Whoop! That's all, all gone. <laughs> figure, figure it out yourself, motherfucker. Let's see what happened in episode 25. Yeah, I'll do this, but... Uh, we all work together, don't we? Mm-hmm. 
Oh my. Oh yeah. Previously in Casual Quest Masters, Tyler's still nervous because the entire text is highlighted. <laughs> Thank you. I like I was like, oh boy, he's gonna do this. <laughs> Go for the gold, Tyler, take the challenge. The gang finds the young Goliath girl trying to hide from the giants. Turns out she busted her arm. While Bull convinces her uh, to trust him and allow Magdor to heal it, they're greeted by the Balunugohi Village Watch. After pleasantries were exchanged, they all head back to the village. The team learns that the surviving villagers had to relocate to the depths of the snowy forest. Back at the village, Bull is stressing out about meeting his parents. It's been like 15 years or something, and everyone in the village has given him the stink eye. The team learns a lot on meeting Fool's father, Karuk. I don't know the spelling. They learn that the ice giants in the Valu Nugoni tribe had coexisted peacefully for many years. Until the white dragon, Cryofan, arrived and probably took control of them. They learn of the passing of Vol's mother. Vol and his father reconciled to some extent, but he learns that he is essentially the practical son of the village sky watcher. Can't remember her fucking name either. She long and bony and creepy. She fixes Magdor's alchemy jug, thinking that it's Nox's jug, and Nox activated the jug with vinegar. Unbeknownst to Magdor, but nothing comes of that. Nox and Magdor extended an invitation to the Valu Nagoni clan. Should they defeat Cryofan? Nox is getting at this. Magdor doesn't seem to care too much or too little. Overall, a bittersweet experience as Bull and his father played some ketchup and mustard and shared a few stories by returned home too late, it would seem. Holy shit, this intro is going to keep on going forever. The team was also informed that Cryofan took the gem that fits perfectly into the hill of Bull's dagger. Wait, are you motherfuckers adding more cryovane? God damn it. When the this weapon is complete, apparently it'll be able to bring someone back to life or something. Bull gave both his father and mother a coin of friendship. How the fuck were they supposed to kill a, a dragon? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Also, Nox sucks. Magdor is Bull's new our best friend. Friendship with Nox ended. How many? Why do you keep adding fucking cryopane to this? You're killing me. It was just too good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's Wonderful. the longest recap so, we've ever fucking had. Oh, I'm so Yeah, weird. it was. When yeah, I was dropped, like Tyler. halfway through, my voice is like. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do something I've never done before. You're going to give me two inspiration. No, that's not fair. You because you didn't give it to me for doing it three times in a row. You get, because they made you say cryovane 4,000 times, you get one experience point. So you will always have more experience points than the rest of the party. Thank you. Uh, that's more acceptable. I'm okay with this. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, Tyler. Look, listen, Rookie, get in the back of the caravan. I am going to be taking the reins here as so, the uh, you know self-entitled main character of, of this experience? anime. 
We were one experience away from leveling up. I'm not falling for this shit. You're lying, aren't you? <laughs> I am. You butt. You butt. Brandon, your deception is just as good as your character is. Um, I, like, I can't see half I his face. Gullible. He could be smiling out of that. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm going to roll a deception check. Let's see. Well, I mean, it was successful. You did a Ooh, great deception. 15. You did a good That's one. That's bad for a negative two. <laughs> I yeah, want... unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not very insightful, so uh, uh, I want, let's see. I want to yeah, fuck it. I want the meme with the lady yelling at the cat where she's like, you can't roll checks in real life. <laughs> and the cat's like, I just did. <laughs> and that's you. <laughs> well, Brandon's 15 deception might be strong, but I can see right through your cards, Yugi boy, with my 16 insight. Oh, my Shing. God. Shamalama ding dong. That's not the you uh, I remember. It's time to. <laughs> My God, he's having a heart attack! That's the original recording. It's just guy stuttering, stroking out. Like, man, that sounds great. Let's use that. Did they just loop it for fucking 15 seconds? <laughs> Wait, no. I just realized what you said. That's fucked up, Brandon. A little bit, yeah. Are we ready to start? Uh huh. Uh, let me first just draw a pot of greed. Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready whenever you are. So, uh, what was the last thing we did? Were we, uh, gonna go to bed? And you had some we went dreams. Bed. Uh, not yet, but I know I'm about to. I just realized, uh, Tyler got asked to stay after class. Yes, he did. If you remember correctly. Have you ever seen Stranger Things? I never heard of Stranger Things. You haven't watched Stranger Things? What's a Stranger Things? Stranger Things. I've never watched anything of Stranger Things. You're being serious? Me no, I, I, I'm, I, I'm Harry. Are you Daffron? Yes, I, I am being serious. Okay. Um, for those who have seen it, um, it, there's a pretty powerful visual that I kind of drew from for your... Um, your dream where you were just kind of in a black space standing on top of like an Icarish blackish water. Um, and that's whenever Eleven goes kind of into her headspace to try and find people. That's exactly what you're experiencing. But then we inserted the imagery of the, the, the overwhelming sounds of just flapping wings all around you. Um, and as the, the the sound reach, reaches a pinnacle around you, what do you do when you hear that? I cast Minor Illusion, get a Crow Be Gone spray bottle, and I start spraying frantically. I figured this like is my dream. I can try crows. to do something like that. You try to manifest <laughs> yeah. this illusion in your hand, and nothing happens. Your magic doesn't seem to work. Oh, God. Oh, I've God. become a wizard. I need com material components. <laughs> Um, it's truly a nightmare. And as the as the sound reaches a crescendo and a peak um, around you, getting to a point where it, 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 it surely it will deafen you if it continues any longer, it's gone. I just knock. Oh, okay. Say so Nox would probably like uh, get ready and start running, covering their ears like frantically because it's just it's mind boggling. Uh, almost drop. They drop to their knees even. Just like it's haunting like they just 
barely tried to get over the fact that Craven is, you know, in fact, Shocker, a raven, something that Nox is very, very frightened of. And just hearing, like, the flapping of wings and whatnot is probably reminiscent of, like, a thousand Cravens. The force of a thousand Cravens. Like how Bruce Ooh. Wayne's actually scared of bats? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Oh, 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 I like this. Mm-hmm. All right, Tim Burton. Or Tim Burton. Tim Burton, show me what you got. All right, and, um... As that I extend my arms, and I get raised by uh, ravens towards the light, and I become Craven Man. <laughs> There's no. What do you do though? Like when that stops? That it sound probably takes me a moment, covering Knox's ears like that, and just kind of like is like looking to the ground. They probably don't necessarily know that they're actually full on in their dream state yet. Uh, and once it stops, just probably just the slow paused unclasping of the ears and like Nox is Nox form this is changeling form at this yeah. point I can Did imagine so it's just during like that time like when you were covering your ears like that or were they probably, open the whole time probably, okay. like I shot <laughs> tight I probably slowly opened my eyes looking at whatever abyss that is the ground as I it is look no longer the abyss a- it is a pair of feet and a deep violet dress leading up to mother When I look all the way up, do I see mother? You do. But her face seems... Warped is a good word, I think. Does she have a ruler? No. Please, Glenn, I need this. She arms at her side. Um, But her fingers look a little elongated, like almost like they come to claws at the points of her fingertips. And her eyes are much more angular and pointed up. Uh, Her face seems almost transformed. As you can tell that she looks angry, but it seems that that manifests for her in a very different way than it would for most people. Uh, Nox's eyes start to bulge a little. She just looks at you. Uh, I continue to bulge my eyes back at her. Uh, a bead of sweat drops down my face. Ah. Uh, hi, Mom. Mother. She puts her finger Mother. over your mouth. Right over your lip. Okay. And then her hand transitions to being underneath your chin as she pulls your face to look up directly at her, and she leans down close. And she says... The uh, eyeballs stop bulging and start retracting inside the skull. Appreciate my love or lose it. And she moves her hand off your chin, and as that happens, the water underneath you loses solidarity. You fall in. Uh, am I able to, like, uh, is Nox able to swim up to break the surface again, or does this feel like an infinite pool? It feels like infinite pool. You are heavier than the water can support for whatever reason, even though you are not a big thing. Um, try to reach, swim up, um, but you feel yourself losing breath and consciousness into darkness, and then you wake up in the tent. 
if I may uh, demonstrate what it would probably be like for Nox to go face to face with uh, the Raven Queen and then finish uh, their dream while drowning. Uh, may, may I do this, Glenn? Absolutely. Yes, please. Thank you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> That's your <laughs> alarm, guys. So is it, what time is it in the morning? Um, there is probably about a half hour until the sun is hitting the horizon, but it's definitely getting, the sky is not dark anymore, for sure. And how far would you say Vold's bed would be from Nox's bed? Uh, I, I think the tent's <laughs> probably only about 15 feet in diameter. So... Eight, six or seven feet, maybe, if they're equidistantly spaced around the room. I I want to say Vol would Vol would just fucking he- heaven to earth pile drive into Nox to stop him because he's used to this by now. But the reality is Vol would just reach over and like hand over his mouth. Cool, you do that. So you just. I'm not gonna actually do the shouting again, but you just hear like Nox just <laughs> and like you know, anybody that wore the walk-in right now, this looks like a makeshift murder scene getting ready to happen. Like you see somebody flailing their arms and a large uh gaping hand just covering Nox's mouth. Yeah, Magdor, you wake up and like see the- that too. This is exactly what you see, Magdor. <laughs> um at that point what would say. <laughs> Quiet. Quiet. It's a nightmare. Or a dream, I don't know anymore. Just I'm wake up already. And Vol's gonna kinda like slowly crawl back into bed. And you're gonna see like Vol turn his face and face like whatever side like the wall of the tent. Uh back towards everybody else and uh finish waking up slash like the last bit of his sleep. Uh, Magdor's gonna be like, uh, guess not, and then go back to sleep, too. What do you Not do? even concerned with Nox. Little baby Nox? Uh, Nox probably would not be able to go back to sleep after that. <laughs> uh, they will do their, what is probably gonna be the silent version. Actually, they're gonna probably s- slip, uh, like, into, like, uh, their nightdress equivalent, step outside for a little bit in the yeti robe, and just try to quietly practice dodging. Just, like, they need to burn off the excess energy. I love that that's become uh, your coping mechanism so much. (laughs) Dodge! Like, they can't they can't dodge the the grasping uh, strangulation that is the power of the Raven Queen, but they can certainly dodge air molecules very good right now, so they're gonna do exactly that. (laughs) Okay. So you guys hear him quietly die outside. He's obviously being much more... He's being conscientious of the fact that it is early. But, um, yeah, after about a half hour or so, the, the village starts to wake up. You know, um, people start to be up and about as they usually, as soon as the sun hits the horizon, they're ready to go. That's just kind of how they function. And, um... Yeah, they come in and make Touch. sure you're, they see you out there. Some of the, it seems as though like the rest of the village. Are you still in Nox form? I uh, I think I would have changed back changed back into the half elf slash Mary form. Okay, so it would just uh you know you can see like this nice uh 
maybe 30 square foot spot where it's just been trampled of snow and grass and stuff where I just like it almost looks like I'm doing like soft dancing at this point just you know Savak Dutch <laughs> how are you Dutch 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 Awesome. Yeah, but the people don't seem to be staring you down so hard anymore. It's probably gotten around that, you know, the exile's been lifted, that you're all being welcomed into the tribe, and the word of the chief is law. So, you know, they don't seem to be too resistant to it, you know, especially since you're there to help. Um, and uh, eventually, Trod walks up and says, did you sleep well? Um, uh, <laughs> like a, like a baby. <laughs> Good. You've been uh, training. Baby drowning in a... Strong. Yeah, yes, yes. Hmm. I, uh, I'm not very good at grappling, but my powers come at strength when, when it's at range. So when I see a big old tough guy like you, Uncle Trot, as, uh, Nox just kind of gives, like, a little pop to the shoulder, uh, hopefully I can dodge out of the way, uh... But other than that, you know, it's uh, just good old training. Using the tools <laughs> that you, you were given by nature. Wise. Yes. Uh, hmm. Are the other are the others awake? Say Magdor's uh, walking out of the tent right now with a... Uh, he's taking off one hand and putting on the one he made last night. And he's going to just put the other hand on his shoulder. Hmm. Good morning. Very good. He's gonna take the alchemy jug, break it open, and take a drink of ale. It's straight up vinegar. I thought it would reset every day. Oh, it does. Yeah, that's right. You get to choose a new thing. Yeah, it's ale. Yep. Damn. Maybe next time. I was with you, Dungeon Master. I, I kind of think that if you... I don't know. Until the next dawn. If you're gonna... It resets at dawn. It does reset, so he would have had to choose a new one. So to it's pop. exactly a half hour before dawn. I oh, like shit. it. Great right. idea. That's fine. <laughs> I'm no, just no. kidding. <laughs> Is it dawn, Glenn? You you have yes. the decision here. He did say specifically that when the sun comes yes. out, that's when the village wakes up. So yes. right. it is dawn. It's ale. So, it's ale. <laughs> okay. Ale right. gets his staff of power charges back. And then and he he's going to offer some sleeps. He's the one who sleeps in. Well, you, you know, Volt usually, uh, when he's ready for a mission or whatnot, he does like to get up early, but, uh, man, like, I'm looking around, like, actually, where the fuck is he? Um, Magdor, you would have seen Vol just kind of, like, sitting, um, on his bed, um, just sort of starting to slowly strap everything on, um, and you would have seen Vol be a little bit... Not moody is the right word, not like sad or down, but more um, lost in thought, I guess. More pensive. Right. Uh, when when Mary says, where is he? So, uh, I think he's about to cry about his mother being dead. Magdor, you do realize that the same mother is shared by, and I point at, or sorry, Nox points at Trod. Uh, oh, you're right. You want some ale? I offer Trod the uh, alchemy jug. Excuse me, don't be offering my drink away to everybody as I try to snatch the alchemy jug from him. 
How far of a grip do you got there, Magdor, before well, I uh, make this? In I don't want to make yeah. it a contested roll. I want to keep going, but... I was handing it to him, so I don't have, like, the best grip, so you just kind of take it. It's like, oh, if you want a drink, you can have one, too. You got it back for me. That's fine. Oh, that is true. Uh, Chad, would you like a drink? Um, no. I usually just stick to water if I can. Okay, I'm gonna leave the the jug hanging loosely at my side. You see ale just slowly uh, spilling out into the snow. Well, I guess I'll bring this thing back in and uh, see. Maybe oh, I don't think Vol's gonna want it. I think Magro oh, needs to make a, a wisdom saving snow? throw. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was like, I don't know if you're gonna lose your shit just watching him pour out beer. On the uh, Magdor's going to be like fidgety. He, and he's got the cork in his hand still. So he's like, you want me to put it in? Uh, I, I, I appreciate the Mag, uh, Magdor. I'm probably going to be happily taken and not by you. So uh, maybe some other time you you charismatic dwarf you. Uh, oh, you mean the, 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 oh, this. At this point, Magdor's like on his knees trying to put the cork into the box. <laughs> My my goodness! Uh, last time in bulge mayonnaise. Uh, yes, I'm sorry, and I'm gonna hold the jug upright from the the cork, it so to speak. Holding it upright, whatever means pun you can that, make out of it, means that Magdor has to get back up onto his feet because he can't reach it now. And plugs it in. Uh, Magdor, you know what today is? No. It's your birthday, silly. And I'm going to hand him, uh, Nox is going to hand them the uh, alchemy jug and go, happy birthday, Magdor. Uh, thanks. And he's going to strap Wait. it back to his back. And Trod goes, you guys are weird. Uh, let's get my brother. Oh, please. That is like at the very bottom of adjectives that this group can possibly come up to. You have no idea. Have you seen the things that we have done on a boat? No, I I wasn't there. You see Magdor twitch a little bit. <laughs> oh. Uh, have you have you ever had sausage before? No. <laughs> you just see like uh hands to the cheeks and the face. <gasps> oh, we need to find a, a mountain pig or something. Uh there there are some boar. During the spring. Nox immediately writes down a new uh, side quest as they rush into the tent. Vol, Vol, wait! Oh, you're up. You're... Good morning, Vol. Good morning. Uh, you look... Good today. Yeah, it's, um... It's been a while since I've spent a night in the village. I apologize for the rooster crow, so to speak. I, uh... Had some wanton nightmare I guess you could say uh, I, I apologize and like uh, Nox does like a full bow like a little sheepish uh, they're still a little shaken so they're not trying to be cocky or anything above the usual uh, and they're just gonna just hurry towards their belongings and begin uh, suiting up at this point was it um, was it just Nox that came into the tent Trad would have followed Okay, when uh, Nog says that and starts apologizing for the dream, Volt's going to stand up and walk uh, towards the exit. Um, when Nox does the bow, 
Well, just gonna put his hand on their head and be like, it's okay. As long as, uh, you rested well and then morning, brother. First time in a while you've woken up in the village. Mm-hmm. Do you sleep all right? You know, I've spent... We've stayed at some very, very fancy places that these, uh, that the humans like with the, with the very soft beds, uh, and really nice pillows and covers and still never quite as comfortable as this. Well, good thing we're kicked out of half of them. Not through my own fault, but that's a different thing. Um, that is a different thing. <laughs> Sounds like it was good. quite the adventures. Um, but Father would like to see you three. Um, of course. As soon as you're available, just back in the tent. Uh, mother has been <laughs> moved to a place where she will be preserved on the on the contingency that you're able to find the you know the gem right. so let's hope this uh, gem does what the story say, says it will mm. but, but at the very least we'll probably bring some sort of honor uh, Mag, before we leave Magda is going to look at Vol and he says but since this is your quest uh, here and I'm going to put my hand on his chest and do blessings of the forge and uh, give him plus one Nice. Thank you. Uh, is that if they're wearing armor? It just says if it's armor. Are you wearing any armor? Yeah. My studded leather. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. Okay, good. I was like, <laughs> I know oh, you man. made a Glenn's point of being like, the yeah, one just like I'm open bare skin. And I was like, wait, is he wearing armor? Okay, leather. Yeah, well, I think that was in relation to the cloaks and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. like he would he'd probably really wearing cold. stud leather, but not like maybe like one like leather pauldron or whatever, and maybe like Over leather. Years. Well, Over now years. he's got his bracers, but otherwise, yeah. probably no like shirt underneath that would have just pure leather. Yeah, cool. Yeah. It's just got like a slight vis- invisible magical barrier that kind of amplifies the strength of the leather. Now, Nox can't do shit. In regards to something like this, but they're gonna try anyways. Uh, they're gonna cast guidance, and they're gonna go. Traveler's light be with you, Vol. What does that give me again? Uh, you can do uh, plus one d four to any uh, skill for one minute. Okay, cool. Yeah, I <laughs> I just want to remember what the die was. I didn't. I forgot <laughs> what the time was too. So that helps. Um, Vol's gonna nod at uh, both uh, Magdor and uh, Nox and. Well, I guess uh, we can get the meeting done before breakfast, he says to Trod. Yeah. I mean, you'll have to hunt for your own food, just like everyone else, but... As usual. As it should be. Mm -hmm. There are some berries, too, if you prefer not meat. Some winterous berries that still grow on some of the lower-lying bushes. Oh, when he Trot, yeah, I, when he says that, Vol, sorry, Vol's gonna have like a like a soft like eureka move moment move, motion. He's gonna go to his belongings and show Trod um, got some rations that the village could use. We bought enough for thirty days just in case, but the village is more than welcome. Too. We would not yes, have to preserve are. them. This would be a great help. The village yeah. would be in your debt. You could take most of them as long as we have enough for the journey back. Um, 
yeah, we don't need this much. It took a lot, a lot less time than I remember. But then again, the that journey was a while to ago. deal with the dragon may cause you to need some of these. So go ahead and hold on to them until you depart. If you wish to leave anything with us, we are more than welcome to do so. But until then, uh, yeah, I think for now them. you could probably take about um, half of them, and so I'm gonna get rid of. Uh... Let's say, how long did it take us to get up here? Four days, right? Three or four days. Four days. Yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna give uh, close to that. Yeah, give away, let's say, 12 days of rations to Trod. <clears throat> Just plop them in his hands. Uh, he takes them and uh, uh, says, I will put these into um, the tent where we store our supplies. Uh, but just head to Father's tent, you three, uh, so he can speak with you about what will happen next. I'm simply taking care of the village uh, hunting. That's my purpose right now, so I don't need to be there, but get there as soon as you can. Understood. Understood. I Also, thank you. I don't know if I had said that yet. You're all welcome presences here. I don't think it's just yet, but yeah. Sometimes the will to do something good is more important than the end result. So thank you. As we walk away, uh, Magdor's going to turn to Vol and says, uh, Your brother's strong and wise. Yeah, for uh, for my younger brother, you'd think I'd take the lead, but no. He was always uh, the bigger brother. Uh, he is twice sense, your though, size. But... <laughs> yes, he is. After it supersedes the, the final result, I thought Goliath, all they cared was the result. If if you did a great job, but you lost a leg, wouldn't, weren't you done for? I mean, if we're talking about in terms of caring for the village, sure, that would pose some problems, but we don't just cast out anybody. Even the injured would be expected to provide in whatever capacity they could. So if that meant uh, preparing certain supplies that they could do if without a leg, uh, they would be expected to contribute that. Uh, but it's those that cannot contribute are usually cast out. Mm. My injury rendered me unable to do anything whatsoever. It was a miracle in and of itself that I was even able to successfully get off the mountain range. I should have survived. Nox begins thinking of what they could have done. Uh, if they were a Goliath, or, you know, a, quote, Goliath here, what would he or they be able to do to uh, maintain, like, some kind of uh, posterity? So yeah, we're, I guess. I can't think of anything. <laughs> so I guess we're headed to Guruk's tent. Cool. Uh, so Magdor with his mechanical hand on his shoulder, as well as the alchemy jug, and Mary with her nightmares, and, and Raven with his newfound purpose. Crosif uh, has not there. Well, I'd hope not. Craven's supposed to be Sorry, there. Sorry, Craven is not there. Oh my god, Craven's not there either. Shit. Um, you, uh, player to player, you'd send Craven to scout throughout the night. Uh, that's the last thing you said to Craven. I don't know about anything else that Glenn might be insinuating. Where's Twilight? What, where's, Twilight? Where's the dragon? Dragon pops out of fucking thin air because Vol would have taken Twilight with, and I forgot to say that. Twilight's there. <laughs> he flies out of my beard. Oh, there you are. Do, do I sense, or does Nox sense any connection with uh, the Raven? <laughs> yeah, as you think about it, 
uh, you are able to sense that connection, and it seems as though he does as well, and he flies down to you from the sky above. He was just doing what you asked him to do until uh, you needed him. Okay. As the player, I know you're trying to scare me, motherfucker. Uh, but, <laughs> but as the character, you may have been a little worried as well, you know, like, so it's founded. Yeah, but I can't, like, go, ha-ha, God, you almost got me, you little son of a... I mean, you can, but I don't think Mother would be very happy. <laughs> I say, lightning just strikes down on the burp. As it flies up, you're like, my love. I'm like, Craven, yay! <laughs> Feathers. <laughs> God, it's like that bird. It's like that pigeon that got hit by the baseball and just exploded. Jesus, <laughs> I have not seen that. I don't want to it's see that. It's a crazy video from like the eighties. It was he just ran perfectly in front of a ninety-five mile an hour fastball in a baseball game, and just feathers and nothing else was there. It was Does crazy. If I work on birds, uh, there has to be a body. Uh. If you have. <laughs> The only um, one that can restore body parts is true resurrection, I believe. <laughs> um, Just need a feather. Reincarnated, <laughs> I guess. Drew Craven flies down. Vol would probably be leading the way into the tent, the chieftain's tent. Yeah, cool. You guys make your way into the tent, and um, you see your, your father, um, Goruk, sitting around that fire pit in the center of the large tent uh, a sense of strong incenses and um, spices and smoke as they do he does have the fire stoked um, and he is roasting some sort of meat um, and drinking something uh, but he looks at you as you enter he says welcome sit come morning father uh, good morning, morning. Vol's gonna go and take Morning, a grandfather. sit directly opposite him. He gives you all a head nod and he says, So, I'll tell you what I know, and then we can decide how to move forward. But I leave that primarily in your hands. I will simply offer my counsel when it is necessary. Um, the dragon seems to be farther up in the mountains than the. Frost Giants. I know where their village is, um, but I do not know exactly where the giant is. Do you have a map? No. No. Well, we have our own, but I don't know. They should be followable. So he pulls out some. You can tell that that, that this paper was made from actual, like, animal hide animal hide parchment um and so he has it and it's drawn out pretty well but you can tell you've seen real maps before you know done by cartographers real maps um and so there's some scaling issues but at least you know what direction to go um and there's a you know a circle on the map a little you know because there's a little bit of a you know a village kind of tolkien style drawn on the map at a certain point in the mountain to the south east of you currently um, and then the peak of this part of the mountain range, um, there's just kind of a question mark further, mostly directly south of you. Um, and he says, I estimate the dragon is straight south, but farther up the mountain. Um, 
like I said, the only way to get to that part of the mountain is either to climb up sheer faces and avoid the village or to go through it and still, you know, risk weather, avalanches, other, you know, wildlife that may try to harm you. But I do know that based on the size of the dragon, as we have seen, it's never... It's only come after the village once. Mostly it's just been on the edges of our ability to track it. But based on its size, I believe it to be an adult. Uh, they, you know, they may be the dumbest of chromatic dragons, but they are still formidable foes. And short-tempered. Hmm. <laughs> Um, was Gurg still uh, reading from this map? Or did he hand it to us? Oh, he would have set it down, like, like somewhere so that you could also see it. And he was okay. kind of pointing these things out. Yeah. And um, he, there's was, a pitcher with extra mugs if you guys wanted some of this. He's got some honey mead that he has prepared. Oh, Magdor grabs the cup and pours without even being offered. Oh, it's amazing. Super good. Um, Vol would be looking at the map, and then he'd turn to Nox and, uh, say, Nox, you were, you are generally, usually smarter with this than I have ever was. Do you want to, you want to make sure you kind of study this, and then I could help us track it when we do make our way there? Please take it. Take, take the map? Yeah, and he hands the and map Vol's going to gonna take it and hold it out for... Nox, unless he's handing it directly to Nox. Oh, he'll put, regardless. It's going to go. You're probably closer, so yeah, he'll hand it to you, Vol, and then you can do it to him for sure. I love that. I with Nox, I always have this trouble where I keep saying that it's me versus uh Nox. Uh, oh man, I am thou, and thou art thy, or whatever the fuck it is, uh, persona. Anyways, uh, Nox takes a kind of like maybe wraps it up I'm assuming the backside of it still uh is it fur on the backside or is it uh just complete leather it's 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 yeah it's effectively just you know tanned skinned hide that has been yeah it is leather with ink on it they roll it up maybe tie it together with uh some of the the, the hide string or whatnot mm-hmm. that the whatever kept it together and they uh they tuck it away yep you have a Goliath drawn map of this area of the spine of the world. Long name for that item. <laughs> I think uh, I think our best spine. approach <laughs> map of the spine. I think our best approach would be to risk weather and any other dangers and face the dragon directly because if we if the village had coexisted with the giants for so long it was only upon the dragon's arrival that these attacks started happening. Maybe <clears throat> slaying the dragon, showing proof that we'd slayed it. Maybe they wouldn't have anything to fear, and they could go about their lives. I, I did have a suggestion. As far as, um, I do worry that an adult dragon may be too much for anybody. But I have heard that you have received a book. Yes, and 
Vol would not have it on him, actually. He would have probably just put on his weapons and armor. So, uh, yes, uh, your brother did give... Uh, my brother, uh, Trod, did give me the uh, family book of secrets, so to say. Huh. I think it may be wise for us to train here for a while. The dragon knows not of our location. It has not found us yet. The giants, we have done our best to mask the area. We have ancient runes that we use near the edge of it, of the camp to um, mask the sounds that we may make. Um, but I feel if we train you a little bit, we may be able to help you prepare and adjust to the weather and the terrain. We can do some area work teaching you to survive in the area, climb more effectively, uh, train you up in the ways of our family. And uh, maybe you two as well would benefit from some people here in the village who may be able to help you to learn some new skills that will help you against the fight, or in the fight against the dragon, before you depart. So just so I'm clear, this is me voicing this out loud as a player. Just so I'm clear, I'm being offered a Piccolo-style training, but except Piccolo here is nice. And we're about to be trained to face You've the end of the world. You haven't trained with your brother before, and he's the one that offered it. Before. And he... Uh, hmm. Hmm. I, I mean, hmm. as long as you don't cry as much as Gohan did, you'll be fine. <laughs> Fucking Gohan's a baby. Um, <sighs> I love Gohan. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Nick, we were character. all babies once. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Uh, but obviously, this is up to you to accept or not. Um, you are here of your own volition. You can do as you wish. Um, but I do believe that each one of you could benefit from some of the things that we'd be able to teach you to add to your own set of skills um, to give you a better chance. Nox, Magdor. Not, uh, Nox has been concerned about this. It's kind of like uh, in real life where you uh, get hired for a job that you kind of applied for as a joke and you have absolutely no training or certification whatsoever. But for some reason, you're, you're at the job and you're ready to be trained. It's like, what am I doing here? Uh, that is a white adult dragon <laughs> and so nox has been like kind of like going with the flow but slowly increasing anxiety knowing that oh crap this is real they might actually have to do something about this <laughs> uh there's no large rock sitting above the dragon right now that they can just you know dodge into and knock, and, it, on and, uh, <laughs> knock it over so any reason to delay fighting a creature of that magnitude okay by nox and Knox would probably go, yeah, we, yes, yes, that sounds like an excellent idea. Mm. Magdor. Who, what would I be trained with? Well, you could train here in the village with, um, you know, some of our better skilled warriors. Obviously, the only one who would be able to receive specific Valnagoni secrets would be my son but um i know that the i've spoken with the village shaman grepa 
and she is willing to work with you, grandson, as you are more magically adept. And, uh, the dwarves and the Goliath, despite our different sizes, have very similar techniques in fighting, so we may be able to help you. Bro, learn. Are you worried that I might kill Grappa? I mean, I don't, she is technically... Paul <laughs> is actually gonna laugh when you say So that. many things have tried to kill her. You would never even stand a chance. Don't worry about that. You see, like, a, a like, they kind of jump when uh, Vol laughs, and with the, the assertion, you know, you'll be fine. You see the slow, like, slight grins, and okay. Magdor says, uh, alright, I'm fine with training, but I've got an idea for mine. We'll talk hmm. about it later. Would you like to do it in private? Magdor's gonna look over to Vol and Knox and say, uh, I want to go explore the town. The... our home? The destroyed village? Uh... Uh... I would be remiss if I did not ask you why. I don't know. I just got a feeling. And then Magdor's gonna jump around a little bit, and he says, Besides, I could be sneaky. That's this one. What are you wearing? <laughs> what? You're wearing what? Scale mail? Yeah. <laughs> how, how well do these boots work? Oh, the boots of Evan Kind? They make your footsteps make no sound, but they don't make the sound of your armor not <laughs> jank around. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> Yeah, you could pointedly walk slowly and not have disadvantage, but, like, <laughs> yeah. You can um, be quiet, but the bouncing makes it a little louder. <laughs> His armor is cursed. Every time he starts walking, you hear the Pink Panther theme. And we have something that if you're willing to let our, our hunters work with, we could pad the lining of that with a, um, what is it called? Um... A scorpion. There are these large scorpions that live in the desert to the southwest. Chitin? Yes. Chitin. We could um, remake you a set of armor that would uh, protect you the same, but not grant you the same disadvantages for trying to be quiet. Uh, player to DM, would I lose on a soul uh, of the forge? But it's still uh, kind no, of heavy armor. armor. Yeah, it's still heavy armor. It just wouldn't grant you disadvantage on stealth checks. <clears throat> and technically, it would replace your armor. So, like, they would just make you a set of armor out of this this uh, scorpion chitin that they had found in the desert. It would just take some time. Magdor's eyes, like, you guys see his eyes light up because he's completely changed his mind now. Says, uh, could I help make that? Uh, do have you ever worked with Scorpion Chitin? Uh, I have not, but I've always wanted to. Well, then you may get to learn. But part of the training was actually going to be me sending you out to do 
tasks. Part of the training. There are things in the area that, you know, as the villagers safe must be dealt with, will help the area, will make you potentially stronger to help prepare you for being in this environment for dealing with future challenges. Um, using this place as sort of a base of operations for you. You gotta send and, us on quests. Uh, jobs, missions, sure. Right, and then once we get exalted with your reputation, <gasps> then we'll get the quest to fight the dragon. I... <sighs> Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> um, but we can only yeah, do two do quests that. per day. You're like, wow, classic Tyler. <laughs> no. More, like, right more like, Razeth realized that it's a challenge rating 13 monster and you guys are level 6. So you need a little bit more strength to not die. Hey, we get up there and it turns out it's a young white dragon. Who knew? I already In gave fact, you a it was Deus actually Ex a wormling. Just <laughs> <laughs> bop it on the head and goes, yeah, and leaves. <laughs> Magdor's gonna hold out his sending stones, and he's gonna it's like Mushu from Mulan. He's gonna say, uh, "About to fight Cryovane. Oh, that's one word. About to fight Cryovane. Could really use some help. Please send something now, or else we're all going to die." What is a Cryovane? I don't know what is happening. And then that's all you get. <laughs> Magdor's gonna start just beating the stones like you, motherfucker. <laughs> You know, before I continue, if if the if Cryowain was actually a wormling, Vol would try to tame it. Oh, one hundred percent. Of course, he would. Because <laughs> why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't I want to tame a wormling? Um, Vol's gonna look at Magnor and say, "Well, you know, um, not all the Goliaths fight like me. Um, I was always uh, more of an exception." A lot of, as Hashtag you, not like the other girls. As you can see with my father's weapon, or. Uh, uh, it uses a great sword, and my brother likes long swords. Um, some of the others prefer war hammers. They're more fighters like you, so I think you could benefit from some of their trading. I, I don't know if they have anything they could teach me in spot fighting. Wait, wait nothing till to teach wait you, till you fight with them. I could teach you nothing, you say. Shouldn't have said that back door. They won't even arm wrestle me. Let's arm wrestle. Puts his hand just That's loudly. That's how you're gonna train to fight a dragon. This is about proving a point. And I use my right arm, which is my non Alec arm. And then Cole's okay. got like his hands on his hands, like, alright, my dad's about to embarrass me in front of my friends. And he puts his finger at you in a way that you remember very pointedly, and he says, Calm down. I'm not going to hurt him. And he winks. Okay. I mean, right, I so this afford is... to lose another arm. This is strength athletics, <laughs> Bruja. Strength athletics. Yep. I'm gonna put on, like, a coach uniform and get behind Magder. Alright, son, you gotta put all your weight into it. Make sure to hold the board, otherwise it's cheating with the other arm. <clears throat> Seventeen. His arm does not move. And he just gonna, holds it in one place and then slowly stares at you as he turns his head and he says, Teach you nothing, huh? Maybe I could teach you how to be stronger. And he puts your hand onto the table. 
Magdor just bursts into tears. <laughs> he says, dwarf, 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 come now. I am much larger. This was obviously in my favor. Come on. All I meant to show you is that there can be things learned. If anyone taught me this, it was my son. And he looks at you, Vol. You must be open to learning new things. That's not Vol at all, though. Vol's gonna look a little, like, just a slight twinge of, like, <laughs> body and maybe a little bit of the face, just uncomfortable. Because he's not used to... Compliments? I, he's not used to compliments at all. Yeah. Nobody in, like, the longest time has ever complimented Vol, um, except, like, random bypassers. Right, and this morning where I, uh, Knox said, you look great today. <laughs> but we'll ignore that. No legitimate compliments. Ah, uh, okay, that's fair. Uh, Knox's conception of Goliath has been completely shattered. He was expecting this hardcore conservative uh, level mindset, and so far... Hard left. What's going on here? Like, he's a Californian Goliath. You gotta remember that these guys <laughs> also have a very pointed connection to both Vol and you and Magdor for the purposes of being connected to Vol. So, like, it's not like they would treat any person they met like this. This is probably specific to you, um, although it probably is a step in the right direction for them being yeah. a little more open to other people. They've just been close off for so long that that's just how it was you know and also like three adversity. steps away from opening an embassy and also <sighs> adversity forces change and they have a fucking dragon and ice giants breathing down their necks they have to like try something different to survive yep crowd vein 19 Magdor's gonna use die. his beard to, to wipe off his face just kind of get back to us oh i don't know where that came from i guess i needed that for a long time and he uh he says may i see your hammer which one? And you see Magdor holding out three hammers. <laughs> the one that is a little more ornate. And he's talking about the Dwarven Thrower. Magdor says... Max gets, puts their Warhammer back on the, their hip that they got uh, from like ten sessions ago. Oh. Magdor's going to hold it out and he says, uh, what? Just wanted to feel the heft of it. Magdor's gonna hand it to him. And he takes it. And it seems small, because since it's a magic item, granted, I guess this can only be attuned to by a dwarf, so it never grows in size, but some items will, you know, change size depending on who attunes to it. He holds it, and so it looks small on him, but he, uh, he holds it and feels the balance. And, and he says, and you helped slay giants with this. Ah. And you as well, grandson. Did you use that hammer? And he's referencing the one you put back on your side. He hands you the one. Back. Oh no, uh, I uh, I'm I'm more of a support character, <laughs> if you will. I mean, occasionally I'll uh, you know, and you see this uh, small smirk uh, set him on fire, but you know, uh, just all in a day's work. <laughs> he melts the faces. He did gain uh, gain a reputation as the face melter over in Luskin. Melted yeah, so many faces the rooms. that they gave you that nickname. Uh, I'm currently at four. Currently at four, working my numbers up. Uh, Bull gave us the uh, nickname. Ballbuster, face melter, and I don't remember what I said for myself. I See, we entered a, like a, a, 
a finger in the air at this point and just kind of looks at shut the fuck up magdor but if you went up to the village right now and you were to look at the corpses of those frost giants they're gonna be missing something you know what that is life yes that too that too facial features they've been burnt off the this godforsaken earth huh and i throw my hairy face melter val nugoni uh please call me nox Nox. Face Melter Balnugoni. Is that it? <laughs> just uh, Alright, I'm gonna sign the contract. Okay, we're locked in. Thank you. You'd like to uh, play with it, obviously, you know. Giant Slayer came to me from killing a rogue giant that was uh sweeping through the valley. He was a fire giant. So sometimes it only takes one thing to make a name. And um, it seems as though this has been a consistency for you for some time. Let's see if you can melt some more faces, and then we'll see if that's what suits you. I lock eyes with them immediately. Nox does. Mm -hmm. Like right now? Oh, no, no, I'll no, I'll do no. it for the name if you tell me. Uh, okay. Please do not melt my face. I don't care. No, 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 no. I, I wouldn't do that. You see <laughs> We're just kidding. Staff is... 100% vertical before we continue because I know what last time that staff even remotely moved in any direction led to what looked like a terrorist act and so I'm like <laughs> nope you He's see, a, uh, he doesn't seem to react to the staff at all like he does not understand it, its significance good me neither me neither <laughs> you see Magdor reach up I don't to, react to the staff reach up to Mary and kind of pull her down say uh can't you melt your own face off You minor illusion fire and just make your face melt because I I I I could technically and like I uh, kind of like lean the sta uh, staff towards my face and just hear ah, ah as I change appearance to see my face just it looks like something from a, a poor CG horror movie you just see Jones. red <laughs> it's just obviously very wax looking. <laughs> you just see that dribbling like uh, down the deck. It doesn't ever drip off because uh, I gotta keep it, you know, attached to my body. But it looks horrific for a second. I'm like, I oh, just kidding, just kidding. Cha 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 cha. When when that whole scene happens, Vol's gonna turn to Guruk and say, I, "I I think all of this means that the training's a good idea." Yes. <laughs> Magdor just laughs yes, in the back. Needs all the help he can get. Ah. Uh, yes. Um, you, so you what would you it. like you to do first? Do you wish to stay and train for a while, or do you wish to go out and deal with some of the more immediate threats to the village now that we've relocated? Well, um, I've always been, uh, one to carry forward some of our traditions, and, uh, we're gonna have to pull our weight too, especially if you're gonna offer to train us. So, if there's anything we can do to help in the meanwhile while things get ready or get set up for us, there is a pack of dire wolves that is the most immediate threat. Uh, either removal or forced relocation will do. Uh, but obviously, the pelts will serve well. We would use the entire animal if if you decided to kill them. Just please do not melt Ooh, the fur I... or burn the fur, as we would like to use it. You see 
Noxus snaps their fingers. Oh man. Little fire. <laughs> uh, that is uh, obviously, if it comes down to life and death, burn the hell out of them. But if you can save the pelts and the meat, we would use it. Um, can we break the bones? If you can scare them off. Uh, if you wish, but as you can see, and he kind of gestures to his sword leaning up against the sand wall, uh, we can use full bones to craft weapons and armor, things of that nature. Uh, hey, Magdor's eyes widen again. Yeah, uh, Magdor's... Smith with bones. Magdor's good with a hammer and, a sm uh, and an anvil. Um, I believe a, tra a traveler once called it Scrimshaw. Uh, but... Well, um, Magdor's just standing there with his mouth open. I think I think we're all very excited to be able to learn different things. Vol specifically looking at Magdor right now. <laughs> um, sure, we'll take care of those dire wolves. Is that okay, Nox, Magdor? Uh, oh, all of us? Surely Vol cannot deal with the entire pack by himself. Either force them oh, out, he or can. Um, if you kill the the alpha, then they should flee. Um, or you can slay a lot if they will not. I think uh, you hear Noxus crack their neck. I think the village would do better with uh, the meat and the pelts. Okay, I can try to uh, remove their life from their body without obliterating the body. Uh, this might be an interesting type of training. I I've will be never, clear. Uh, wolves are an integral part of the our ecosystem. So, if you can not kill them, that is preferred, but... Okay. Uh, it's been okay. a while. Forest ecosystems. Hmm. Grandson, I did not mean oh, to cut we... you off. Please continue. Why is my arm missing as like I like move my uh, sleeve around and uh, change appearance to look like I'm missing an arm for a second? Oh, oh, uh, you, you meant cut me off verbally. I thought you meant, okay, huh. uh, that's a nice sword you have there. You have a strange sense of humor, but I do appreciate he... it. You see Magdor reattaching his arm. <laughs> he was taking it off to give to Nox. <laughs> I think I have some ways that I could help resolve this it's just it, it's weird it's either I get the talk with something or I kill it and honestly there's never really been much of a third option and this will be a uh, they clap their hands together experience mm. uh, but I think I do have the tools for the job. And with brother over here, and I'm gonna wait, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna like elbow nab over here, Magdor. Don't worry, brother in law, but soon we're gonna be full of blood. And father over here, I think will make you proud, Grandpappy. Hmm. What is not what he's talking about? We'll try not to kill them all. I am intrigued to hear what this third option is. Me too. Uh, it's called planning as you go. Huh. I like it. Uh, obviously, you do not have to leave immediately. Um, but the faster you deal with it, the faster the village is that much safer. 
and um, hopefully can gain some valuable experience about the, the, the forest and the mountains and living and being here. It will assist you in adjusting, making climbing the mountain later a simpler task. It's been a while since I've been a forest in a forest. It'll be uh, it'll be good, especially this forest. All right, well, let's head out now and get it done. Uh, which way do we go? Uh, they will be to the north. Uh, there is, they are in the valley below. So this valley, uh, leads into another, uh, further down in the range. Um, and their territory is on the edge and it leads into this forest a bit which is impending on our hunter's ability to maintain consistent prey. So, um, if you can force Nox them out... Nox pulls or... out the map at this point. Yeah, and he... Just, of... uh, like... Yeah. He points to the spot on the map where he believes them to be. Um, the, and he kind of, like, with his finger, kind of draws around the area. It's mostly just that valley that is below this uh, higher one. And he says, so if you climb down... Um, uh, you should be able to encounter them, maybe track them, and hopefully force them out, however you will. Um, if we do this, do we get paragliders? Why would you need paragliders? Do we... Do well, we, I thought it'd be cool. Do we look like people who use paragliders? What is a paraglider, Nox? Your father knows what a paraglider is, and you don't? I don't, I just... Echo back the word that you said. As Dungeon Master immediately turns on the player. Ah, I see how this is. <laughs> Do you know what a paraglider is? No. Uh, maybe something Fuck. that the great Dwarf Vinci uh, has created. The great Dwarf Vinci. Yes, you're right. That is uh, <laughs> technically where the prototype comes from. Come on, Glenn, you gotta give me one for that. <laughs> um. <laughs> Nox, what is. <laughs> what does a paraglider do? It's a, it's a special tool that allows you access across great distances, but it's kind of like uh, having a levitate spell, but you hold on to the structure and it gives you. You can jump off something. Imagine having. Uh, I wish I had the, the slow fall spell for you, but it's like that, except you hold on to oh. something. Oh, like this, and Magdor's gonna pull out one of his coins. The auto feather fall what? coin. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, except you hold on to it, and you can use it to direct yourself very far. As a bird flies but, through I, the I air? Like, yeah, like a bird! Look at you! Except uh, it doesn't go higher or lower, it just goes lower. No, mm, you fall. So you, so you glide. Hmm. Yes. Flying on the uh, currents and in the use air. Your, use your arms and like uh, Faerun terms, uh, it has Faerun uh, roots. Para means uh, arms, kind of. And so it's an arm glider. Hmm. It would be, have to be very big to support Goliaths. Mm. Makes sense why we'd never thought of it. No, there well, is, there is a the simple... Ground. There is a simple path to get down into the valley. The hunters can lead you there, but uh, you will not have to glide down into the valley with the wolves. 
plus the forest is where I feel um, most comfortable. That was my role before uh, I left. Be able to track them pretty easily. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> All, right, All right, let's go. So kill the alpha and hopefully they disperse. Is that correct, father? Yes, or be Maybe creative. Not there may be a solution I have not yet thought of. Simply, we need their mm. territory to be pushed away from ours a little bit so that our hunters can hunt without infringing on their food and ours theirs. Um, wolves had, tend to have wide-ranging hunting grounds, so if you can force them away, the, that that range will move as well. So, Understood. All right. All right. See you later. And then Volt's gonna get up and start heading out. Bye, Grandpappy. I'll come back for a rematch once we're done. My grandson? Grandchild? Grandchild. Granddaughter. Knox, what do I call you? You. <laughs> Grand thing. Grand person. <laughs> Did you just call me a grand thing, Magdor? Uh. Well, I'm a grand old thing. Uh. You, you just. You can call me Knox. Knox is good. Hmm. Goodbye, Knox. Be safe. I'll try. <laughs> just uh, nonchalantly, just. As Magdor's walking out, he's going to be I'll come back for a rematch later. I was just about to ask you to make sure to come back for one. And Magdor walks out. Magdor, can you make. Like a net or something like that? Just, like, maybe not right now, but... Do you have that kind of ability? I mean, anybody can weave together a net with the right materials. Hmm, hmm. And also, when you're but talking to you her... Made it... Or, you're sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but this is a thing that happens as you exit. You step out, start asking about the net, and only Vol notices Kreppa just, like, leaning up against the tent, waiting for you to come out. She says... Good conversation. <laughs> Magdor uh, kind of put puts the jug of alchemy a little bit further behind him. Good morning, Grippa. Good morning. So I see the ownership of the jug has conveniently transferred to the dwarf. Uh, I'm just carrying it for him. He's weak and I'm not um before we get into that it seems like we're gonna be spending some time in the village uh father recommended that we train and so I think you'll have to take this one under your uh leadership under your wing me for freaking roleplay I got hit by an emergency alert that just scared the shit out of me huh also, in case you're going to ask, I rolled a zero on deception. Oh, and she gives you a, a slight wink. Um, I was just wondering if I could speak with my grandchild here for a moment. Away from you, young gentleman. Uh, that, that, that's fine, but just know uh, I was supposed to train with you sometime soon, and... Honestly, I can't destroy you right now. I gotta wait until later, okay? You're funny. <laughs> we will train later, but I must speak with you first. Oh, snickerdoodles. 
So, so okay, Nox sorry. Wait. Off with her. Uh, Grandpa wants to speak to Vol, just so I understand. Yeah, okay. No, no. Oh. No, no. Okay. Because, because, by by what you'd establish, I'm uh, Vol is Grandpa's grandson. So this, uh, great this, grandson. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Great grandchild. Um. Understood. Uh, Nox. Whenever it's okay, you- Vol. Uh, these family terms get kind of weird once you get into extended family like this. Uh, We'll be waiting by the tent whenever you're ready. And then Volt's gonna head off. She's already walking towards what is obviously her tent. As she's okay. walking into the flap, and she does this as the flap closes behind her. Oh boy. Uh, you know, uh, my track record with uh, scary older ladies have actually been uh, a very, very poor today. Uh, please don't beat the crap out of me or drown me. Oh, did you follow? Yes. Okay, cool. Good. I, I thought you were talking to her, but I was like, maybe he's still talking to her for some reason. Anyway, so yeah, you follow Nox, Nox is talking while they oh. enter the tent. Okay, cool. Like, uh, they're, they're being submissive cool. at this point. Yeah, and when you enter, you see, like, effectively what you would kind of imagine in, like, a witch doctor's hut. There's, like, different body parts preserved in odd jars and vials and, like, weird herbs hanging up, drying around the edge of the tent and the smell of thick incense of like different types um how thick Glenn? i need this thick. um and she starts going through some things and she said thick. i had a vision me too actually you you first you have some odd ties my young friend. Well, uh, the, I mean, the threads I, I of know fate run through you. Most people say solid colors is the way to go, but sometimes I like striped. It doesn't matter what kind of tie I wear, though. Use comedy to mask your insecurities. Yes, repression's a terrible thing. That is something right, we will work know? on. My boy. Knox. My girl. Sorry, that's a mess up by Glenn, because I'm calling you Nox, so I assume it's a little more masculine. That's Glenn, not her. She is understanding. My child. You serve whoever you want. Know that my aggression the other day was simply meant to protect the chieftain, your grandmother from a fate in which she did not have a choice. You understand? I I have some kind of idea on what you're referring to, yes. Uh, maybe we should talk with her a little bit before we turn her into an undead thrall. That might be a <laughs> little bit frowned upon otherwise, yes. It should be known that Vol's dagger is familial artifact it does not grant just resurrection it gives one the ability to wish for one thing now if you do this it removes the magic from the weapon so there is a price to be paid it uses the essence to give the user what they wish the dagger would remain beautiful valuable in a, a monetary sense to those who would want that, it will still be sharp. 
but it will no longer be warm to the touch or store the soul of a shard of this prince. So, are you telling me that Vol's going to have to choose between infinite power and having his mom back? Because I feel like, uh, honestly, I think I already know what he's going to choose, right? Maybe? I have not seen the boy for a while, but he does not seem to have changed that much. He is I... good in his being. I think he wishes his mother an honorable life and death, and... In our culture, the way that she was taken was neither of those. And so I I think, honestly, he's going to make an important choice. As long as he gets the gem. Uh, And let's be real, I've been with Vol long enough. Uh, He gets really tender around older uh, females. He's really a mama's boy. Uh, (laughs) I, I, I just don't see anything going wrong with this. Or is there something else that's uh, worrying might cloud his judgment? I don't know. But I just know that I know that you are good and your intentions Mm. are good. But just understand Mm. that forces outside of our control may influence us away from who we are. Just be cautious. Just be cautious. I might use the wish, or I might be uh, incentivized to use the wish. Just as you may have been coerced, encouraged probably is a better word, because I'm sure your patron does not coerce you into trying to help your grandmother. Mother's fantastic as I, like, wink at her (laughs) with both eyes. What is the name of your mother? Hmm. I believe Mother wishes to be referred to as the Raven Queen. Hmm. Dark Mistress indeed, but one who simply wants to know. You can fulfill that, I believe. You will fulfill her desires. Honestly, she's a collector of many memories. And quite frankly... I have nothing but those right now. Hmm. I, I'm looking for one, though. And that is? And I'm hoping... Maybe. Just maybe when I make her smile again. Remind me what my parents looked like. Hmm. So you work for her in the hopes that she will restore these memories for you? Every time I think of her, of my real mom and my real father, I all I remember is them shouting. Mm. And it, they, it just feels like it's a blank canvas whenever I look back that far. Like something was taken away. But I was always one who never looked at the past, I always looked at the future, and sometimes it's hard knowing that you're trying to make new family, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, you actually have old family somewhere out there, maybe. Not sure. Hmm. Sometimes a found family is more valuable. Sometimes they're there more when you need them. Your parents well, may be the reason you exist in this world, but 
They don't have to be the thing you exist for. Yeah, that is true. Now, then again, know, when I had a nightmare this in morning. Here, you were safe from the eyes of any prying viewers. I have special trinkets up in the room that protect us from any sort of viewing. And she looks warily you? at your knife that I assume you kind of have, like, usually, like, on your belt, right? Or is that in your yes. bag? Okay. I, I, I assumed, but <laughs> I felt like an ass, as I assumed. Uh, and she says, so right when you are in my hut, it is just you and me, as long as that crow does not come in here. Well, uh, I am currently in no possessions of any crows. I, uh, I do raven. have a raven, though. <laughs> just a matter of opinion, Glenn. Yep, it's true. Well, I will not keep you anymore, but I do look forward to working with you. Learning about your power, it sounds like you have quite the reputation for destructive magics, and I hope that I can help you hone them a little bit more. How far away is uh, Grappa's uh, tent or hut, whatever you want to call it, from uh, the tent that we are currently residing at? Uh, I would say it's probably only, it's like semi across the way, about 20, 25 feet, maybe. Really? That close? Yeah. This, every, all the stuff in the village is kind of packed in here because they want to stay close. It's harder to protect a larger village, and there's no reason to have extra space for stuff. You're not putting things in. They're very pointed about being efficient. Yeah, practical, yeah. Okay. That's good to know. Perfect. And uh, Knox would go, so if I'm standing in here, I can say whatever I want without being eavesdropped by anybody else? Yes. Can I try? Try what? I don't know. Sure, just don't destroy any of my things. I've been drying these herbs for a while, and if you melt them, I will be quite unhappy. I heard your conversation in the tent. Lady. I'm sure she is. But do you... She has too many feathers. You have... <laughs> Nox is looking around. You have both innate magic and a patron, yes? Both things? Oh, you poor thing. I got like a three-in-one package right now. Like, Nox just pulls up one hand. You see like Eldritch power flowing around the fingertips. And then in the other hand, you see uh, like just a slight flicker of flame. And then they don't have a third arm. So they just stick out their tongue and it glows with a holy light. Huh. This one says his stuff is I tested the system. Huh. Well. A little tip to send you off with and let you think on while you deal with this wolf problem. Uh-huh. The secret to dealing with any patron is finding out what they want and leveraging it against them in a clever way. Then... Well, shit, I was just going to destroy it, but I guess that's the best idea. <laughs> then you hold and the then- card. <laughs> Then, comically, not that this would happen, but Volzen just gonna stick his head in the tent. You see why I've had a hard time training Nox. I don't understand <laughs> fucking magic. <laughs> and there's three, and there's three in this person's butt. I can't fucking believe it. Then Vol's head just disappears. 
That is quite interesting, but I will tell you the story of... There is a legend within the Val Nugoni about a shaman that is... Are you saying it's not you, Crappy? Because... I've never been the one to fulfill a prophecy. I'm always the one to see who will. But I think that you may be the Val Nugoni that the prophecy told of. You know, up until like 24 hours ago, it was, you're not the lot, like, can you imagine? I tried being a Val Nugoni, like, a, a, just imagine a Val Nugoni in training, and honestly, didn't work out. And suddenly it's like, open arms, here's your certificate, you took uh, this magical course, and suddenly you're there. I, I don't understand, They're like, are you guys handing it out, like, cards at this point? You are Vol's just child? By proxy, you have been welcomed in. Obviously, you have yet to earn your name, so it remains to be seen whether or not you are the one that it spoke of. I spent like three years trying to gain his acceptance by cooking for him, and that didn't even work out, and suddenly I'm walking in, and Grandfather's like holding me up like the pride of the mountain. I think he's trying new things. I think welcoming people benefits him more now. And shunning I them. can make oatmeal with like 16 different types of fruits and vegetables. Like, sure, he doesn't like the broccoli oatmeal, but that's besides the point. I was able to cook it um, for him. now, my child. Does Voli seem like one who would be impressed by cooking? Yeah, with meat in it. I will believe you for now. I have nothing to refute you, but you should go and we will work later. Good. And go easy on me. I uh, won't, but you'll be fine. <laughs> if I if I have things on me that prolapse and they don't go back, even with my abilities, I'm going to come crying to somebody. And I will have a shoulder for you. Well, I wasn't talking about you, but... yeah. Thank you. Yes, yes. Uh, Nox claps her hands together. Thank you. Oh my lord, I'm gonna need preparation H for this. Uh, and they're gonna head back over towards uh, the tent where the what other two are. What have you guys been doing for the last however many long minutes? I've been trying to convince Vol to play Patty Cake, an old dwarvish game. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> I don't like using persuasion checks from players to players. Deception's fine, because it's just withholding information, but <laughs> forcing them to believe something. RP it. Let's see what happens. Uh, I mean, he just walks out, and you just see Magdor, like, clapping his hands, like, oh, come on, you know well, you want to. Let's say that from when we exited the Chieftain's Tent, Vol would have gone in to, like, prepare. So... What would you be trying to say to convince Paul? <laughs> just, just play one game for me. It's a game we play as Dwarvish Brothers. We've even made a drinking game out of it. Um, as you see Vol ruffling through his like stuff and be like, "What, what, what kind of game is this?" It's a rhythm game. Uh, you go faster and faster. The first person to mess up has to take a drink. As you, as you can guess, the longer you play, the harder it gets. I'll... Show me 
But there's no drinking because it's still pretty early, Magdor. At least I won't be drinking. Magdor's going to kind of chuckle to himself and he's going to show him, you know, the motions of it. And then uh, say, all right, you got it? Hmm. This seems silly. Why? What is the point of 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 meeting our our palms like this over and over? Here, here, Does this I'll make show you, you faster? Uh, okay. Then. And then uh, we're gonna go do it. Magdor's going to immediately fail, and then take a big swig. See, that's what we play. Hmm. I I want to try again. But don't I I can tell you did that do it properly. Alright, and so Magdor starts and they go and they're this going is, faster and faster. This is athletics or acrobatics, <clears throat> one of the two. Alright, let's see who wins this. Treating it like a like a grapple escape sort of. I don't know if this, if you guys think that's fair. Yeah. Sounds great. I rolled in that one. <laughs> Wait, do I have advantage because I know the game? No. <laughs> Because then I would have gotten a nat 20. I rolled I rolled a 19. And I want to say that Vol would probably get a little bit excited as the speed goes on. That at one point, one slap will just come out too fast and too hard. Yeah. Magdor doesn't lose because he messed up. Magdor loses because he got pushed halfway across the room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as you uh, leave the tent, you see that you hear a slapping noise coming from within the tent where you assume your allies are because that's a weird slapping noise and they're saying something in rhythm together and then you hear a crash and a fall. Bowl. Uh, or not, patty sorry. Patty cake, patty cake. <laughs> Baker's crash. Ah, Baker's. <laughs> I think, hmm, this would, this would do well to train your uh, dagger skills, I think. If somebody were to come up in this specific area, and if you wanted to really cut them a lot, you could probably do this, but with daggers in your hand. <laughs> Magdor, are you okay? Jeez. Oh, why did you just slug him like that? He, this is his game. He bought it up. He asked me to play His game was Punch the Dwarf? I didn't punch no, him. I slapped him. I'm look how far was Magdor from Bull at this point? Three, f three, six feet. Six feet. What? What did you slap him with? My my hand. <laughs> I just see. I just pushed him. Just this hand. <laughs> okay, on uh, his don't face. speak up against you. <laughs> Are you okay, Magdor? Magdor's gonna sit up and. Uh, I lost that one too, and then take a big jug or a big <laughs> swig of the jug. See, he's fine. All right, well, uh, you're done with uh, Greppa? I mean, you're here, so. Yes, uh, we were talking about how great everything is. The flowers are blooming, and that's it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, yep. Well, um,. I've got my bows, I've got my swords. I even have this hunting trap so I could set out a trap for um for something for ourselves. Um and I could set this uh on the way back. Uh we'll set it out now and then hopefully catch something by the time we come back. And maybe we'll I could take a look out, keep a lookout for anything else that we might be able to hunt, um, help us for our own food and also for the village. 
Awesome. Okay. And as you say that, there's a uh, voice of the tent, and Trod says, may I come in? No. Okay. Uh, I've got some supplies out here for you. I'm just kidding. I was trying this humor thing that Nox is so fond of. You can come in. Ah. He just opens Ma- it. Magdor's just, he just laughing. He just points it. You see a sled. Um, and it's, like, s- strapped down with uh, some supplies, but it's probably, like, three quarters empty. Um, and he says, for bringing back the pelts and the meat uh, and some dry rations. Uh, so I'll just leave this out here. Be safe. Thank you, Trod. And then he just... You know, Volt, <clears throat> you could totally just pull the party in this thing with your amazing strength. Pretty sure I'm stronger than him. Magdor might just be stronger, actually. I just have an advantage because of my size, but I think on pure strength, Magdor wins. Remember, I'm not the strongest wonder... in the village. Hmm. We should do a competition to see who can pull the most. I'll go first. I'll pull it first. I mean, if you want, a competition in strength has never really interested me. Really? I just thought competition would be interesting in general. Well, I mean, if we're talking about just pulling something, no, competition is would be like who could hunt the most deer. That that sounds like a worthy competition. Yeah, but every time I hunt for something, that it just blows up. Well, and Knox <laughs> thinks about the fish that they accidentally created on once. Well, <laughs> you're supposed to fish, fish. You don't hunt fish. You either use a net or. I mean, you can. You can just stand out in open waters for hours until fish get drawn to you and then spear them, but you don't use magic. Wouldn't be a fair competition. Mm-hmm. But you know. it's not like you're handy with a, with a bow. I, I still think that Magdor should make a nut. And then, and get ready for this one, you two, it's going to be called a magnet. But then it would just, like, you'd have to use it a certain way, and everybody would be like, Magnets, how do they even work? Uh, what? <laughs> Been saving that one under the hood for about 15 minutes. What would be the point of this magnet? Well, so what it would do is uh, it's lined with uh, certain types of metal that Magdar would put in, and, uh, like, Nox would go on for, like, five minutes unless interrupted but then it would explain like uh different metals mean they could be heated up certain ways uh we can cause the metal to contort in some shape or form to hold a stronger grip around the target and that's how magnets would work that sounds like it would take time but is that something you think you could do backdoor i i know i could Hmm. metal work of course i can do it of course uh wasn't doubting you, I was just asking. Um, let's work on that later, it sounds interesting. Right, right next to the paraglider project. Sure. Uh, sure. Are you ready? I was, well, I'm, I wasn't technically born ready, otherwise I would, wouldn't be here, but uh, I'm ready. Oh. If I was rebirthed five minutes ago, I would be born ready. That's weird. Uh, Magdor? I've got one. I've got one. If I make a device that shoots tranquilizer darts, 
could I call it a magnum? Because, you know, tranquilizers make you feel numb. A magnum. Beautiful dwarf. Like, hands on shoulders, like, <laughs> you are. <laughs> like, I don't even think Nox would say anything, just like, amazed. I'm gonna give my inspiration to uh, Magdor. Right, well, <laughs> off we go and Vol's gonna start heading out. But is it spelled M A G? N U M B. N U M B. Wonderful, that's right. Do you step outside? Magnum. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and you and see I'll... the like the little, the decently sized sled. Just imagine like a larger version of what they hook sled dogs up to, kind of. So it's got like a, a rack or a rail in the back that you can push it by. Also a, you know, rope that you can pull it by on the front end. Um, but you see several larger sleds being pulled into town by the hunters who seem as though they've brought back the frozen corpses of the frost giants. Um, <clears throat> for some reason. Oh, goodness. Are they going to cook those things? Huh. No idea. Let's go. Uh, one of the hunters uh, who is pulling uh, looks up at you guys and nods and Trot is nearby, and he says, um, if we can find the proper ingredients, we could make you some belts of strength. You just hear just the snapping of a neck as, like, Nox is walking by, but then does, like, a full-on 180, just... What? What kind, what kind of ingredients? Uh, maybe a for another time, but um, uh, the specific I don't okay. know, Greppa would know. We've only made a few, and we've tried to make more. It's been it's been a long time since we What's made that? a new one. But uh, Father, the belt that he wears, Greppa, you're calling for the me. The belt that Father <laughs> wears is made of the skin of a fire giant that he slayed. Right, right. Which what about him with great strength? What about those, uh, the weapons that they had? Is there anything you guys could make use of that for? Mm, we will take the, uh, the hafts and use them as supports for tents or, you know, structure, structure stuff as they are quite tall. But the, uh, stone of the, you know, the axes is, has no point for a, that. Aside from being Understood. a giant rock that is shaped like a blade, we, we have no practical use for it currently. You could use it as, like, a guillotine or something. You set a trap, have the dragon fly through it, chop off its head. <laughs> that would be a sight. Oh. We will get the axes. I feel like if we... <laughs> That'd be a great idea. Uh, there's... And but he, how, he are, in how are we going to lure the dragon? Oh, man, we'll get it. we're getting ahead of ourselves. There is possible use for it. You made me see this. Uh, the hunters will retrieve it, and upon your return, we will have... The giant skinned and possibly with the, the training that you will do. I believe that father will be training you, Magdor. Greppa will be training uh, you, Nox, and it's just you and me, brother. You know, uh, you know what would be fun if we were, after all of this has been resolved, if we get the chance to, we could play some goat ball. We would have to remake and then without, the field. Without saying anything, if Magdor's back is turned to Vol, Vol is going to point at Magdor, 
use him as a ball, but mouth them. Mouth those words. And you see him look I mean, awestruck for the first time. It's like you're kids again, and you were always the idea guy, and he was always the one that got excited and did it, you know, because he was stronger. And uh, you see the same face just plastered on an adult version of him, and he goes, It must be done. Goat ball. Goat ball. You should I think get the going, two of you would enjoy this. And he pushes the uh, the sled towards you all. And uh, now we have work here to do. But be safe. Come back alive. Preferably. Yes. They're just wolves. Mm. Not that I'm underestimating them. The but... hunters say that a, that a, a great white wolf, which is much larger than them, um, with eyes that are blue and breath that seems to... Uh, exude cold even when it is not outside uh sits it there so alpha a, a dragon no it is okay. a wolf still it just seems to be uh magic somehow i don't know these forests have always been weird sometimes some of these creatures have sometimes been imbued with some of the Death. forest energy mm. That sounds scary as shit. Honestly, I thought we we're just gonna scare away some wolves. I mean, but they are I dire, guess... even if they are not. They were not simple wolves in the first place. Dire wolves, much larger, rideable for smaller goliaths. Ooh, ooh. We have tried to tame the cubs in the past. Sorry, but, um, I had a stroke there. Don't mind me. We tried me. to tame the cubs in the past, but uh, to no success. None of our people have a strong hand with animals. But you have a, Magdor's have a magnetism, brother. Magdor's going to speak up and say, and you're smaller, That's too. That's pseudo-dragon. How did you come across Vol, it? Like, pointedly, Vol's just going to, like, um, it, like, it kind of, like, the, the, uh, what is it? The implication would have just kind of glazed over him. He's like, it's about um, the implication. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the implication would glaze over him, like, um, just found him on a boat. Yeah, the boat that we took to Mirabar, he was just it sitting there one morning. And was enamored with you? Um, apparently. Father There's did say, Nox, is there something I'm missing? By any means possible I, I to try and fix our problem? I, I think, I, I I don't know, maybe uh, Trod, Uncle Trod's having... Are you having a stroke? I know I said that weird w sound earlier. Magdor, do you understand what's going on? A pack Magdor. of direwolves that have been made. No, sorry, Magdor. Oh, Magdor's gonna say, uh, you really don't get it. I love that Magdor's the only one that does. <laughs> I mean, I was just set out to either kill the alpha or kill them all. Um, Why not get a new nickname? Wolf Rider. Wolf Rider. Ow, ow. And at that point, it's going to kind of like semi-click for uh, Vol. We could capture them and then train them. Well, maybe not all of them, but uh, maybe one or two at least, just for like a test run. Whatever you deem possible. I think that would be I mean, a valid asset against the giants and the dragon. Pack mm. of dire wolves. 
Mm. And then Vol just sits kind of like now staring up and distance last and talk. We can use their pelts, pelts just as well. What you need. We can pretend we're dire wolves by dressing their pelts. Okay. Gonna um, okay, fine. We'll we'll train the dire wolves. What if make them look like Goliaths? Whatever you wish to do, friends. I trust. Thank I you. must be off. Yeah. And he steps friends, away. I'm sorry. This is Olive Garden. <laughs> We're family here. <laughs> and Vol's is like slowly starting, and like he's gonna start kind of pulling the sled behind him. He's like, "All right, let's uh, let's find some wolves." Yeah. Ow! Ow! Awesome. Uh, so you head out of the village. Unless there was anything yep. else you wanted to do. Um, no, nope. the, only, uh, the only thing would be Vol placing a trap about maybe 30 minutes out, just so it's far enough so that nobody from the village would accidentally set it off, but also far enough into the into the forest where something could potentially get caught up in it and just... It's like a normal, typical, like, hunting trap, so, you know. Okay, just something to see if you death. catch something while you're gone. Yeah. Remind me yeah, of the then, trap, and we'll decide, you know, when you return if yeah. anything's been caught up in it. Buried it snow a little bit, so it's a little more hidden, uh, mm-hmm. but still kind of a little bit visible enough that yeah. the hunters would be able to notice it. Cool. And as you uh, leave the village, a bit of light snow begins to fall, um, and uh, as you get to the edge of this forest after setting that trap outside of the village, um, you can see out over into this larger valley, and as the cool wind whips across your face as you're now exposed outside of the um the forest you can see the the switchback trail that leads down into the valley and you hear a distant cry of multiple wolves and we will find out what happens with the wolves this time okay i love uh, i love that just ow, ow ow just a bunch of them just do that they just go ow just do it back ow are <laughs> Are we doing this right, Marv? Yeah, let, just uh, give a little bit more timber. Oh, yeah, th- there you it's go. It's going do a down. Little bit of, oh. I'm yelling timber. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at two times Tyler. You can find me on Twitter at Elor the Eleventh, all letters. You can find me on Twitter at Zigzagoon. You can find me on Twitter at. Glenn Houston. Glenn with two ends. Houston looks like Huston. I was just kidding, Glenn. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we are a part of Cat. I'm thrown off because Brandon's like, I am not the clock. He rips off his wig and he's got his patchy spot. Oh, man. Spot. I was making he my head it's so bad. We are a part of Casual Master Quest, a podcast network dedicated to giving you the video game news and tropes you deserve. You can find the show everywhere you can Google and on Twitter at CMQ Network. That was Nick. That was Brandon. That was Glenn. This is Tyler. And that was Grappa giving a safe zone. We'll see you next week with another session of Casual Quest Masters. And don't forget to never stop the quest. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Casual Quest Masters. Thank you so much to you, our listeners, for being here, and to Sirenscape for allowing us to utilize their amazing programs for sounds and music. Check them out at sirenscape.com. We hope to see you here next time for the next episode of Casual Quest Masters. Casual Quest Masters.